Hey, Josh. Hey, Nate. How are you doing this week? Oh, I'm feeling odd under the weather today, but, uh, you know, life goes on. How, uh, <laughs> how are things with you? Uh, not too bad. Um, I think I might have told you we we're rolling out a new CS tool. We, mm-hmm. uh, we did actually roll it out. I think maybe the last time I told you I said we were going to roll it out, but it ended up being a little confusing with a certain setting that we thought individual CSMs could like change their own segment, but then we there was a goofy thing where if an admin created it, only okay. admin can move them into it. So it was like this, uh, we had to basically backtrack. We're like, oh yeah, taking our existing process and mapping it directly into this other tool was not quite one-to-one. So we had to track back uh, and yeah. re- replan our migration, so to speak. So uh, Classic, classic yeah. onboarding problems. Yeah, yeah. So... <laughs> um, Speaking of that again, when we just started the recording, I saw a three, two, one countdown. Was that always there? Yeah, yeah. It's always done that. Okay, wow. It's like, hey, just, let's get ready. Here we go. I, I didn't notice it at all until this time. Yeah, it's the small things in life that uh, that make you happy, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, actually, okay. Actually, another thing that I wanted to share that I've been up to is sure. um, I've been doing lots of browser fingerprinting stuff, and. Uh, I've just been having way too much fun with it. Like it's it's just so cool the the level of detail that you can go to to like be able to identify someone on the internet without mm-hmm. any cookies or anything like that. It's just wild. Yeah, I would like to dig more into that, but I'm not sure. Uh, I don't know if it's the best topic for us on on searching for SaaS. I don't know. I mean, we might touch on oh. it, but probably of the granular, gnarly technical pieces of it. Uh, could be definitely fun to geek out on. So, yeah, no, certainly not the topic for today's show. Uh, speaking so, of which, what yeah, what what is your topic of the day? Yeah, so I was hoping we could talk about trade shows a little bit. Um, you know, we talk about lots of different ways to get your product out there. You know, you're a big fan of SEO, and we've talked about that a number of times. And um, this is kind of a very different strategy of marketing, I guess. And uh, I was hoping we could talk through some of our experiences with trade shows and uh, I'm potentially going to a trade show uh, in January. So Ooh. we can kind of talk through some of that maybe. Fancy. So do you consider trade shows, like do you consider conferences, even ones in our circles, like microconf and things like that as like a trade show? Yeah, I think, I think it's like on a spectrum kind of, because I feel like anytime you have vendors of some sort, then to me, that feels similar to a trade show. I don't know. What do you think? Okay. Uh, I don't know. I guess I'm trying to think of how how a like CMO would think about it in terms of from a marketing perspective. And right, I think I think it for me it goes into I think it goes into this like live events or events slash conferences, trade shows. They're all grouped together. I think I most commonly hear them called just events for just being a, mm. like a more generic term that encompasses all of those pieces. Cause it could be a small local thing. It could be like, you know, it, it, it could be like, yeah, just, it could be smaller. It could be a bigger, I think mostly trade shows are probably, yeah, I, I think you're right. Like when I think of a trade show, I usually think of vendors, but conferences may not be, or smaller events may not be, but they are also, mm. If you're running them, they could be a different form of marketing. 
or whether you're just right. attending them as an attendee or as you're attending them as a sponsor. Like there's run this the spectrum of all of these, but but anyway. Yeah, so. yeah. I, I think though, know, if you're running them as like a, a sponsor or a vendor or something like that, I feel like any of those events that you mentioned, like the putting on a conference or speaking at a conference or being a vendor on the floor, like a, a booth or something like that. Um, I feel like they have similar properties. Like if you think of it from like purely from input output, right? Like you're, you're investing a lot of time. Um, you have to be there in person usually, and you're getting like a different type of result, right? Like you're getting like a person to person relationship style things. Mm-hmm. Okay. So how were you, I guess, I guess in that spectrum, I could see from a startup and like B2B smaller business perspective, like you're probably not going to sponsor anything just yet or have a booth (laughs) or or have a, you know, swag. I mean, you might have swag, you might throw it out of your backpack, but I don't know. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Well, actually what I was, um, what I'm hoping to do in January is to, um, sort of like fly on the wings of the um, main people running the event. So a lot of these events will have like an up and coming kind of section or like a um, almost like an incubator kind of area. And um, those are places where people like me can get um, a booth without paying a crazy amount of money for it. Um, or, you know, you get like worse locations and that kind of thing. Um, <laughs> right. Or like, hey, you don't have to pay for it monetarily, but you're going to need to sweep the floors for us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, this so is, so for context, are you comfortable talking about what, what trade show or what type of trade show this is? I don't, I don't remember. Yeah, what so I, I can't really talk too much about that just because we're still sorting that out. Um, and I don't want to put anyone in an awkward position. Um, okay. But basically it's a, it's a trade show that a lot of my clients uh, our potential clients uh, would be at. Um, and for me, that's a big deal because uh, these people are really hard to reach. You know, these are owners of hardware stores um, and they're really busy people and their, you know, contact information isn't just like publicly available or something like that. So these are, but clients for product sonar or clients for like your consulting? Uh, clients for product sonar. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Just making sure we're setting the context and making sure I understand correctly. So for sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so this is product sonar, the product for uh, hardware company, hardware stores um, to be able to do uh, competitive price analysis. Right. So, what would your be your goal would be, and and I, like any sort of marketing effort, what would be like, what would be a win in your book by attending said conference? Yeah, so I think it could go a couple of ways. One um, is that I would hear a very loud and resounding like, no, we don't care about this. Um, <laughs> that would be useful. It would be painful, but it would be useful. Um, or uh, to get uh, a few customers, um, that would be really really ideal, or at least people that are starting down the pipeline. Um, and even just, I think the biggest thing for me is just general feedback. Like when people look at the concept, what do they say? Um, what are their objections and that sort of thing. Interesting. That's a lot. That's a lot to figure out. Like one, <laughs> the resounding no sounds interesting because I feel like you have to have a very concrete thing. And what I gathered out of that was like more of like just seeing if 
I don't know if this is still, is this still trying to see if this is a pain point worth paying for type of thing? Or do you need to do what you also mentioned showing them something? So like showing them an interface or those type of things. And it's like, these are almost different types of interviews, right? Like you have this, is it a pain point, customer discovery, those things? And then is this an actual solution? And I'm wondering if it's going to be hard to kind of do all of those things at once, mm-hmm. I would think. I don't know. Yeah, I, th- I think you're right. But I think kind of what I'm hoping for is just more real customer feedback. Um, like to this point, I've talked to a few hardware store owners and they've been very excited about it, but none of them have really gone down the pipeline. Um, so that that concerns me because it's like either they're really busy and this isn't a priority for them um, or you know, they're, you know, not, yeah, I'm not sure. Like, why are they, why are they not completing? Mm-hmm. And so I, I mean, feel like if, I feel like if I'm in front of people, um, it's much easier to get a feeling for what common objections there might be and that sort of thing. Okay. I, I worry about how, like how many, like, I feel like this is an opportunity for you to tap into a pipeline of people in a, short duration of time right and i think maybe it's like you said this is where those people hang out this is where i can also jump over a trust barrier maybe you didn't say that maybe i just made that up right now but (laughs) like i guess that's what's going on my brain is like you this is the unique opportunity is that there are all these potential customers or potential even people that have this problem and i think the goal of most conferences is really to like use that tight window of opportunity to get as many in contact as possible and not and so I would worry if you were trying to like really dig into one person like hey this person's interested right. like am I gonna lose out on five other people that walk by because essentially I can't talk to everyone I'm one person you have this yeah. scarce resource right where mm. hey do you have this problem blah 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 I'm working on this thing is that something of interest? To you, do you have this pain? You might have like three or four questions, and then it's like, great, um, you know, I'd love to follow up with you. Can here, you know, can I have your business card or whatever? I'm Nate. Mm-hmm. Try to make an impression so that when you do call or you do email, it's like, oh, remember me? I was at the conference. Like, cool. Hey, I'd love to talk to you. But then yeah. you need to get as many of these as possible, so you walk away, not with a resounding no, but you walk away with, you know. Maybe the resounding no is you walk away with no business cards, but <laughs> the, the, uh, when you, you end up walking away with like 10, 15 contacts that have a warmth to you that you've resonated with that at least have this sort of problem or at least willing to talk more about it, whether you can buy them coffee, whatever else, like, hey, yeah, so yeah. I, that in my book is a, would be a win for you at this stage. Yeah, I think you're right. Like um, you've really pointed out something that I didn't think of, which is just the, the scarcity of time. Right, like at the, the the point there being to make the connection as opposed to gather the information, because um, yeah, I could totally see myself getting caught into that where I'm having a really good conversation with somebody, and rather than breaking it off, um, that I would just yeah hone into that because you know I'm excited. Hey, somebody actually cares about me, kind of thing, right? <laughs> yeah, and you would have ended up walking away with maybe two really good conversations, but then you missed out on all the opportunity that was prime and timed for that at that point in time. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right. Huh. That's something to think about. 
so the the other things I think about too is like the barrier you need to go to get that trust factor. So, you know, mm-hmm. you in a hoodie and a backpack <laughs> is <laughs> probably not going to necessarily instill immediate trust and confidence. But, you know, I know you mentioned like screenshots or something like that. I probably wouldn't go that far, but there is like an element of like, hey, I'm, you know, they don't want to, you know, this is that that case where people talk about like, oh, I'm talking to the founder. And right now at this stage, it's like, a, oh, I'm talking to the guy that's just like musing yeah, off guy. of this. Right. So like, <laughs> what way can you also easily lend that perception that this is legit? This is like, you're serious. Mm-hmm. You're not wasting people's time per se. Like, you know, and it could be something stupid, like it's a shirt with your logo on it or whatever. So it's also like, what are the other things you need to do when you're in that room that are going to, you know, like immediately give that checkbox where they're not just having doubts. Like who's this, Mm -hmm. who's this guy in a backpack and a hoodie walking around asking for business cards and like two minutes of my time. Like, uh, (laughs) so, so I think those are the things that you have to plan ahead for. Right. So, yeah. And I, I had thought about that a bit. Um, like, I think what you're talking about, like, going around in a hoodie, I think that's called, like, suitcasing or something. I'm pretty sure, like, <laughs> that's, like, a no-no. Um, definitely been to conferences before where people have talked about that. So, um, But I think just in terms of, like, where I can um, where I can establish that trust, I think a lot of that has to do with how the booth is designed. Um, just looking at a number of the other people who have um, been vendors at the show, um, you can really tell the difference between a professional one and a not professional one just by mm-hmm. like, do their banners look like they were done by a graphic designer? Mm-hmm. Um, do they have swag with their own logo on it? Mm-hmm. Um, and like, even for me to get a polo with the products on our logo on it, like that's, you know, printful and, you know, three weeks of shipping. Right. It's not right. a big deal. Right. Um, another thing that someone was suggesting to me too, is to, um, is to make, make the company seem like it serves more people than it actually mm-hmm. does. Mm-hmm. Um, so like my, my product has applications for manufacturing as well. Um, people, manufacturers who want to check that their, their, um, MSRPs are being followed. Mm-hmm. Um, and so to have some, have some space that's showing like, Hey, and for manufacturers, you can come over here. And for hardware store people, you can come over here, even though this is a hardware store show. Um, it kind of, it makes it look bigger. Right. Right. Yeah. And that's, okay. that's kind of as far as I had thought about it now. Um, I don't know. I, I'm kind of waiting to get confirmation before I dive too far down that, that tunnel. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, I could see other, you know, what are the, like the, yeah, I forgot you mentioned the booth. So, so there's definitely like an element of how can I make this booth look legit? Um, what else could you like? And this is other things is like, uh, is there like a brochure or a pamphlet or some other artifacts, right? That like, like you, you mentioned having a graphic designer do some things or, and it doesn't have to be, you know, it's like a product a product spec sheet, some general, and it could just be like, it's in beta. Hey, we're, we're and that's the other thing is like, you have to have your story nailed. So it's like, Hey, we're, you know, this is a, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm we're in beta of this product. You know, this is the time where you're going to kind of be like, yeah, I've got, I don't know, 
how many, you know, is, is, you know, a number of customers going through beta or a way where you're not going to be like lying, but at the same time, just mm-hmm. embellishing <laughs> a little <laughs> bit, uh, inflating a little bit to just get over the hump that someone's not just going to totally dismiss you. Right. Yeah. Well, what really helps actually is, um, I have a really good contact at a fairly large manufacturing company, um, mm-hmm. who's really rooting for me on this one. Um, and so he, um, he's a great person that I can point to and be like, Hey, look like this guy from that big company over there, he is, you know, one of our first cl- clients and like he saved this many dollars in the last month or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think there's some ways to get over that barrier there. Um, and I think like with the, the professionalism of the booth, like I'm not thinking to go and like, you know, hire all sorts of fancy graphic designers or something. I think what I'm thinking more with that is just to make sure, like take extra care to make sure that it's professional and, you know, it doesn't look like somebody in eighth grade, you know, put some stickers on their poster board or something. Right. Right. Now. Yeah. It's, it doesn't have to be, it's like, you have to play to the, what I often say, even with like product and other things, it just has to pass the eye test, right? It just has yeah. to pass that, like, someone is not going to be like, this some, something in here does not belong, and it's that one. <laughs> so, like, it <laughs> doesn't have to be the best one on the block. Like, don't, you know, what do they say about yeah. houses? Like, don't be the fanciest, yep. fanciest house on the block type of thing or on the street. So it just has to pass. You don't want to be the worst. You want to be the, that's the dilapidated one that they have clearly not kept up with their landscaping and their roof. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. Have um have you been to any trade shows? Uh I have never done anyone as a actually, you know, I guess I, I have been as a participant for other companies, but I have never done a booth myself. So I've done them in different formats for you know, recruiting events or technology events for companies I've worked for in the past, but it was always mm. like, yeah, it was just more of a, um, I got brought along as like, you know, helping to talk to customers or do different things like that. But like for referral rock or any of my other businesses, we've never, I haven't, I've yet to sponsor, sponsor one or do any like bigger speaking at events or doing anything kind of more on the, I guess, you know, getting, getting more attention on the track, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, cool. But it is always an intriguing thing. And usually the way I start have started to think about it now is if a referral rock did go to one, it would be a, a, a split uh, agenda, which one would be like, okay, it'd be interesting to, for us to be in there. If our competitors are there or people in our space, like, Hey, doing a local little MarTech one, I could see us doing, right? Like, how can we be, get access to some people, get some eyeballs, and maybe we're walking away with a few contacts. The other one, I think a lot of people think about from a conference, especially if it's like a big conference standpoint, is, is a way to interact with your customers. So then you can already be like, oh, are any of my customers going to this? And it's like, oh, I, I'm going to host a happy hour or like, let me see what I can do to save on travel costs instead of visiting every customer <laughs> per se. But this is sort of becomes a watering hole for a certain industry on an annual basis or a semi-annual basis or whatever. Like, how can I make use of that and make great, like get some FaceTime with my customers, get some, 
get some, give them some swag, give some like help to reinforce your brand with the existing ones. And I've seen a lot of people do that as well. Yeah, I could see that being really useful, like to to connect with your customers, like especially if you um, if you have some really good people in your booth, like as in like salespeople or customer support people, I think that can be go a long way to giving a face to your brand, right? Especially if they don't deal with you on a on a super regular basis where they're actually talking to somebody, um, that can make a huge difference. And even just to like build trust and be like, you know, we're we're still a leader in this market. Um, because look, like we show up at the shows and all that kind of stuff. Right. Yeah. There's some amount of being, you know, we've talked about this before as a strategy, but just being in the conversation. And I think like being there that you're not like, just so if other people are there, maybe it's competitors, like, yeah, you know, like competitors are there and people are looking at their booth, but they might be happy, but knowing that you're there as an alternative kind of sparks, sparks the, uh, the eyeballs there or gets, you know, some level of attention and association that, oh yeah, these guys are in that, in that space as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think one thing that's really unique with like trade shows and conferences is that when people come to them, they're, they're kind of in the mindset of looking around at vendors and of like experiencing new ideas. This isn't like about, it's not about squeezing every little bit of time into, you know, the best ROI all the time. And I think that's really cool because you get to, like when you're dealing with like search traffic and whatnot, often people are on a deadline or whatever, right? Whereas mm -hmm. when they come by your, when they come and talk to you at a show, it's just a very different tone of a conversation. Yeah. I mean, like you said, you, you can get, you can have a conversation, you can develop a rapport, you can put a face with that, you know, instead of a cold email or a cold call or whatever, like they know you as a as a real person that took the time and effort to kind of be here. And that shows up more than just sending something that's going to bounce out of their inbox. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and I think it creates a more lasting even like, okay, now when you do call this guy, the chances that he's, even if they were lukewarm on it, that they're going to pick up and have the conversation. You are a real person, not just some email they're screaming at from behind their desk going like, stop emailing me <laughs> type of thing. Right. So, uh, yeah. I think, I think that's, that's a big, a big piece of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So one of the, um, the options that, uh, someone had on the table with this trade show was to, to be a speaker at a workshop. Mm. Um, Interesting. and, and I thought that was a really cool opportunity. I, I really don't feel qualified to do that quite yet. Um, just because I feel like I don't know the customers well enough to be able to, you know, make sure I resonate. I would hate to be the person who's presenting and everyone's like, yeah, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think that that's a really neat opportunity where like you're, you're really building trust when you start to do that, because it's about like, how can I move these people forward? Not necessarily with my product, but Hey, I work for this company. Like, you know, we're pretty great. You should check us out. Right. Right. Yeah, you know, whether the topics like, you know, competitive pricing intelligence with hardware stores, or it could be just a general, like the edge of, you know, how this stuff could work, but naturally kind of lead to potentially your product, or at least gives you a forum to talk about experience and talk about things you've seen at some point. Maybe this doesn't yeah. make sense yeah. yet, but I think those are, those could be, yeah, really powerful opportunities especially the smaller workshoppy ones, I think, where they're more conversational versus you having to just be up on a 
stage and talk about things. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think where it's helpful is it kind of raises awareness for the category. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, if I do a if I was to do a talk on um, yeah competitive pricing, um, I'm building awareness for my category and because I'm the one to introduce that concept, like you said, being in the conversation, like I'm the the natural person to check out once people, you know, who might not know much about it once they learn more. Right. Yeah. What you're talking about is like, you get the opportunity to lead the conversation, not just participate. Exactly. And like and lead the conversation and appear to be the expert. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So is that an opportunity you might get or they did they get get a I know, I know you're talking about you're in early days of trying to figure out um, if you mm-hmm. might get a, a sponsorship or some other way of getting. You know, yeah, so I'm going to I'm going to try to um, I, I don't really want to do a workshop. I'm just afraid <laughs> I'm afraid of um, falling flat just by not like I don't feel like I know the customers well enough to speak to their their specific needs. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I understand the concepts of pricing and intelligence, but like I can't really speak to, you know, what's the best strategy to use for your store. Um, at this point, I'm just throwing darts. Oh, could it be? Uh, I don't know. I, I, I this might get getting further fetched, but you mentioned the the customer you had or the person that is also mm-hmm. going to be at the conference that people are going to know. You know, could there be some sort of a joint type of thing like like just almost talking more about that he's willing to share i don't know just just throwing stuff out mm. there now and and maybe this is just this is year one so maybe next year or next <laughs> conference that moves to a you know a different area or something like that it could be that's like your next level you know uh level two yeah. versus goal of level one was make collect 15 business cards <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, I think I think that's something to work towards. Um, and just for this guy too, like he's he's got a pretty good reputation. So I think uh, I think he'd be concerned to you know just start talking about the the company just like in front of a lot of people like that. Um, like he's certainly someone to advocate for it on a one on one basis. I'm just not sure about publicly like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's interesting we're talking about conferences and events and yeah. trade shows. I mean, that's sort of like not normal. I mean, is this stuff really? I mean, it looks like the stuff is coming back. I've seen, you know, Saster had a conference. I know we've talked about Saster before. I think it was all yeah. outdoors. It was a couple months ago. Um, but this stuff yeah. is starting to roll up again, I think. Well, I hope this one isn't outdoors because it's in Winnipeg in Canada <laughs> in the winter. And it's going to be like minus 30 outside. So, right. right. <laughs> Cool. cool. Um, I did have another comment, and this is a little more something that I've been thinking about a little bit, but I've also thought of conferences as a potential great way to get uh, like my remote team together. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, That's true. Like, cause like you, you, you have an excuse to get together. Like you have an excuse to get together and you've got this like learning aspect to it and um, I'm sure you can incorporate some fun into it, right? Like, seems like yeah, you're... yeah. That's where I'm kind of thinking because it's like there. It could be an opportunity to like, yeah, kind of be at a a gathering hole of sorts. It could, we could meet potentially with customers. We could do all of these other sorts of things, but it takes the pressure off of having to do some sort of formalized like 
retreat and plan an agenda and plan like that stuff. Mm -hmm. I know a lot of remote companies do that and have talked about that. And I think, you know, we have different groups that do different types of retreats and they're all kind of in a different format, but they also take an incredible amount of like planning where the check mark I really want to get is like, hey, it'd be nice to meet some of these people in real life, but not also just be pressured into like, okay, yeah, we we save our annual meeting to meet in person. It's just like, that's not yeah. us per se. Like we kind of have this rolling strategic planning going on, quarterly OKR, stuff like that. Like I don't want that to take the place of it. And also if not everyone can attend and not everyone feels comfortable traveling and doing all these things, but if I'm like, hey, there's this MarTech conference that if anyone wants to go, we're kind of, it's not really a retreat, but it's a good way to, you know, get get some people together. Um, but you might have different groups. Like I could see doing a, doing a developer one with developers and maybe we're all going to a developer conference instead, like for the dev team, mm-hmm. but not yeah. necessarily like the whole company. But anyway, yeah, that was yeah. just something I was thinking about. I think that's a great idea. And I think we could probably do a whole other podcast on like, remote work and conferences and all that sort like conferences for remote work and retreats and whatnot. Yeah. I have some thoughts on those things. Yeah. I've stayed away from the remote stuff only because, well, everyone is an expert out there uh, <laughs> now, you know, or not everyone is an expert, but it's kind of had that, that wave of when, you know, COVID hit and all the, all everyone goes like the first month in, Oh, we figured out remote. And yeah. it's like, mm, yeah, I don't think so. Interesting. Yeah, so <laughs> cool. cool. Anything else you have to add about trade shows and conferences and events? No, this has been really fun. And uh, I think you, if I do go, you may have just saved me a whole lot of time in terms of, you know, making sure I'm collecting business cards and making initial impressions, not uh, spending two hours talking to one person. All right. And I hope you don't get any resounding no's either. I hope you can <laughs> keep rolling and find your people. That's what this is about, like finding those those people that you can acutely resonate with, hopefully, and, and solve a problem for. So. Totally. Well, you have a good week there, Josh. Cool. You too. Later, Nate. Bye. Thanks for joining us today. If you enjoyed our podcast, please share with a friend. We're new to this podcasting thing, and we'd love to hear what you have to say. Tweet us at Searching for SAS on Twitter. That's Searching, the number four, SAS. Or send an email to searchingforsass at gmail.com. See you next week. Bye.